You're listening to A Little Less of a Hot Mess, Off the Couch Convos with a Therapist, me, Caitlin Sule. Join me as week to week we talk about things that I'm curious about, both because it's my podcast and also because I've come to know as a therapist that usually when somebody's curious about something, they're definitely not alone in that curiosity. We'll talk about the hard parts of life and the sticky parts of life and the beautiful parts too, things like motherhood, parenting, relationships, friendships, grief, loss, and everything in between. I am so glad you're here. Hello. It has, you know, been a few months, more than a few months, um, and I'm really excited to be back recording podcasts and having these conversations with you. I could go on and on about, you know, what I've been up to over the last few months um, and why I took a break from the podcast and and what led up to me needing a break. And I, I definitely will dive into that maybe in another episode. But what I want you to know um, here today is that I feel really ready to do this again. I feel really excited to get to share conversations with you both solo. So conversations that I'm having with you when it's just me, right? When we're talking about different topics, um, related to personal growth or therapy or mental health or life. Um, I'm also excited to continue to bring on experts and authors and people in the field of, you know, women's health to help inform conversations um, around things that we're just curious about. So that's why I do this podcast. I do this podcast because I want to, I've always been really, um, uh, determined to put words to experiences so that people feel a little less alone and so that maybe they can walk away from hearing my words or the words of somebody else feeling a little less of a hot mess, right? Like feeling a little more able to walk down a path, a little more able to make a choice, a little more like armed with the tools they need to keep moving towards their values. So um, you know, uh, throughout the kind of iterations of this podcast and the different seasons, I've felt this pull to like, you know, make it about one thing, you know, make it about motherhood or just about anxiety or just about, you know, women's mental health. And then I keep coming back to that doesn't feel right for me because what feels right is to just have conversations about things that I'm curious about or things that I'm experiencing both as a human and as a therapist, because, what I've come to know and recognize is that we are never alone in our curiosity. We are never alone in the questions, even when they seem weird. Most of the time, it's just a question that everybody else has too, but is kind of afraid to address or doesn't know where to start. So if I just allow my own curiosity to kind of lead us down this path, I think we can be a little bit more, I don't know, a little more apt, a little more aware a little more like i said before armed with the tools that we need to walk through life and walk through these different seasons you know right now i'm in a deep season of motherhood i have three kids um nine and under and nine eight and five um three kids who are wonderful little humans who seriously just shock me every day (laughs) with um the little people they are and they're becoming and also who challenge the hell out of me who bring out parts of myself that um i'm surprised to see like you know like hey you not so good to see you again like the part of me that 
um, gets really impatient. The part of me that just wants them to figure it out. The part of me that just gets really uncomfortable when they have big feelings and emotions. And then there's this other part of me, right, that usually gets to show up louder and bigger, that knows and recognizes that they're little humans trying to figure it out and that I need to be patient and that it's my job to let them know that it's okay to have big feelings and then what to do about those big feelings, right? That sort of like softer part of me, that softer side of me, the therapist in me, and then <laughs> the sort of like bull in a china shop, sort of, sort of speak, um, those two people often go head to head, to be honest, or those two versions of myself often go head to head in my parenthood experience. So I am deep in a motherhood journey. I'm also really deep in a career journey. Um, I have a full private practice. I love the work I get to do as a therapist. Um, I have just hired a new therapist and rebranded this year, um, used to be called Petaluma CBT. I started off really strictly doing cognitive behavioral therapy um, and throughout the years have learned so much more about the work of therapy and mental health and personal growth and psychology and blah, 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 right? And in that, I have really felt drawn to changing not just the name of my practice, but my approach to be um, not just cognitive behavioral therapy, but also to include um, the newest research, evidence-based treatments, things like somatic healing, things like EMDR, um, trauma-focused therapy. Um, those are the things that I really want to focus on in my practice so that we can continue to work with people from all walks of life, continue to help Mostly, um, we mostly work with women we, and, and teenagers who are wanting to heal or make change in their life. So all that to say, this year has been big in my career. I changed, um, yeah, I rebranded from Petaluma CBT to Bay Area Modern Therapy, started that practice. I have a wonderful therapist working under me, Kylie Hempy. Check her out. This is, you know, not like an ad for our practice, but I'm just, I'm just saying I'm really proud of, of what I'm building and what we're building together and what's to come for this year. In addition to that, I'm continuing to think about writing again. I write all the time, writing, um, not all the time, but whenever I can, whenever I can sneak it in and usually at really inconvenient times, like my ADHD brain will like get this idea to like, oh yeah, yeah, like that's such a cool thing. Let's think about that. Let's write a poem about that right now, or let's like try and write a song or Let's write a newsletter about that. I mean, I'm all over the place with my writing, you guys. Um, I'm sure that doesn't surprise you. Um, or let's write something on Instagram about that, and it'll be like 7.55, and we need to get in the car to leave to go to school. So that's not super convenient, and I oftentimes have to fight that urge <laughs> um, and, and wait till later to write. But writing is something that is a huge part of my own, I don't know, creative outlet, experience, processing. And so I'm figuring out what I want to do with that next. I have a couple ideas and one really strong idea um, for a book. And, uh, you know, it's related to mental health. It's related to women's mental health. Um, and as many of you know, I've written a book already. I wrote a book in 2020. Um, it came out in 2021, I believe. Oh, my gosh. Where does time yeah, 2020, sorry, 2022. It came out in March of 2022. Um, and 
it was, uh, it is called A Little Less of a Hot Mess, The Modern Mom's Guide to Growth and Evolution. And, and that book really focused on um, motherhood and mental health and what that journey is like and giving women sort of a way forward into their own personal growth in this like new role as mom and what that can look like. Um, I feel like that book, um, it, oh gosh, it was a huge learning experience for me. It was a beautiful experience to get to write, um, to get to spend, you know, hours every week alone by myself during a global pandemic to write a chapter of a book each week was life-giving. I, I mean, getting chills saying that because I really mean it. For me, it was. And I'm going to talk more about why in this episode when I get to the point of this episode, which is um, realizing what we need to break patterns we're stuck in. So um, I did write a book. You can check it out. Um, I love the book. The marketing experience, the sales experience, all that stuff is so, so hard, you guys. And part of why I pulled back from the podcast is I was just really feeling, oh, I was overwhelmed. I was, you know, everything, you know, looks so different on the outside than it oftentimes is on the inside. And that didn't feel authentic to me. Um, trying to um, be everywhere at once and sell the book and do the talks and go to the events and not get paid for any of it and then pretend like everything's great and fine and dandy. And again, I'll get more into that into a different episode, but just know that, um, yes, I'm very proud of the book I wrote. I really believe in the words I wrote. Um, and I, and I still get many opportunities from writing that book. I'm just in a season of needing to be more mindful about what I take on. And, and um, so that means for this next writing project, I want to be really thoughtful about um, the direction I go. You know, do I even put the effort into writing another book or does it need to be something else? And if I do decide to write another book, um, I definitely want to try and get the best support that I can when it comes to um, publicity and marketing and doing all that stuff that I'm not super comfortable with because I want to be able to just do the writing and do the work and then, you know, bring it to people later, whether that's through events and speaking. I love that part of it. Um, but the salesy stuff and the, um, you know, the, I don't know, the broken promises of, you know, we're going to do this for you and then it not delivering that stuff just got really heavy on me. Okay. Again, I'm going to save that for another episode because I don't want to say anything without thinking it through here. Um, so let's, get, oh yeah, so going back, sorry, jumping around again, remember I haven't done this in, you know, a few months. And so this is <laughs> um, uh, trying to stay on track here. So I'm deep in a parenting season. I'm deep in a career season um, and I'm deep in a marriage season, if that that sounds weird. But in in the sense that my husband and I are trying to, um, prioritize our relationship and our friendship and our, you know, our, um, life together amidst our careers. You know, he's a full-time firefighter. I'm a full-time therapist and a business owner and a parent. And so is he. And what that looks like for us is oftentimes like, you know, probably like you with kids, if, if you have kids or whatever, you know, life gets busy. And it's oftentimes where like one or we're like one or the other. We're either like alone by ourselves, you know, rarely, I shouldn't say oftentimes, and we're having a great time together and just like resting, relaxing, like, oh yeah, we do really like each other. You know, when we get that rare chance to go out to dinner together or go for 
um, a walk together or a hike or, you know, gosh, get a weekend away. We like just remember how much we love each other and care about each other and how fun, much fun we have together. And I'm grateful for that because I do know there are couples who feel like if they're not doing something related to the kids or related to family life, they kind of don't know what to talk about or what to do. Um, and that's usually because because of the disconnect that happens, right? Because of how um, involved we get and how overwhelming it can be to raise a young family. So no shame if, if that's where you're at in your marriage. I'm, I'm just saying like when we're alone, um, I'm grateful that we actually do do think that we like each other. And then when we're with the kids, it's like, it's not the opposite. I mean, I think there are times when we definitely have these great like family moments, um, but then there's a lot of times where we're both overwhelmed and we're both trying to like remember to regulate ourselves, regulate ourselves and our own emotions before we interact with the kids. And then, you know, we start to get short with each other because hello, there's only so much we can take, right? There, We just, we reach our limits. And um, so I think that part of life um, is, has its ebbs and flows and um, it takes work. And I think in my, um, when, when the babies, when the kids were babies, right? Um, there was not a lot of space to even think about working on our marriage or our relationship. We just kind of did things like we just went through the motions, right? We not went through the motions. What am I trying to say? We just did what we needed to do to like keep our head above the water. And there was not really this expectation that there would be space to work on the marriage um, and our relationship with each other. And then we kind of like got to this place where like head was above water. Things, you know, things were difficult as far as like, family life always is. There's just a lot of like balls in the air at once, so to speak. <laughs> but um, we felt like we had more time and space to be like, hey, like, let's, what about us? And so I think that's the season we're in now. Like, what about us? How do we, how do we like maintain our relationship and to, or kind of keep it at a place that feels good, right? It's going to ebb and flow. Um, and give so much to our kids and give so much to our careers. And of course, of course, right? Like, you know, I'm big on the unicorn space idea, which is um, time and space for yourself to do something that makes you feel more like you. So all that to say, if this resonates with you, if you're in one or all of these seasons too, you're in the right spot. I'm right there with you. Um, so and, and this is a good segue into the real topic, I guess, you know, of uh, today's episode, which is a little bit of a, a story um, and a little bit of a takeaway around the theme of how to break a pattern or how to recognize that we're stuck in a pattern and then what to do to get out of it. So speaking of that marital season um, and parenthood season and career season, um, Recently, as in yesterday, <laughs> as in yesterday, I found myself um, at the beach for the day. Um, I took a little half day mental health retreat at the place that I know to go when I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I need some grounding. And I, I just, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to like, or maybe I don't even know what I need, but I need to be by the ocean and at the beach um, 
so that I can figure out, yeah, figure out what I need and what's going on with my emotions and feelings. Um, that's really my grounding place. And I don't go there often. I wish I went more. I'm, I imagine if I lived closer to the beach, I would, but also it's a terrible excuse because I figured out yesterday that it's 27 minutes door to door from my house to our closest beach, which is Dillon Beach. Um, but let me back up a little bit. I ended up at the beach because the day before, my husband told me that I needed to go and get away for myself, that I needed some time to myself, and um, that he he had recognized that I was really overwhelmed and I was irritable with everybody and snappy um, and just not acting like myself. Uh, that was hard for me to hear. That was really hard for me to hear. I am usually the person who is kind of the glue holding everyone together, um, keeping the calm in the house. I'm a peacemaker. I'm a let's talk about how we feel kind of person. Let's work it out. Let's not raise our voice, even though I do raise my voice, of course. But I am saying like, I'm usually the one who is, um, has learned to be like emotionally pretty solid and um, a sounding board for everyone else. So um, this happened a couple days ago where I, basically my husband who thankfully and is also my best friend in so many ways called me to the floor and was like, listen, um, yeah, I think you need some time. And, and immediately I was defensive, obviously, <laughs> obviously I was like, I need time. What, what do you mean? Like, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Right. I don't know why we say that when we're not fine, but I definitely am guilty of I'm fine. I'm fine until I can get some space from the the defensiveness. And then I can recognize that underneath that I'm fine is like, I'm really not fucking fine. I am not okay. And um, so that's what happened. I was able to uh, recognize luckily and, and hear what he was saying. And I think part of that is because my husband doesn't often say things like this. Um, we are both the kind of people that just kind of keep going, keep going, keep going. And we have a high capacity to take on a lot of things. So when he's calling me out saying, you need a break, um, I, I, I heard it and I eventually took it seriously. Um, and there was some shame in it for me, like this feeling of like, God, I failed. Like I, I'm supposed to be like, here I am, the, you know, therapist, the writer, the podcaster or whatever, who's, who, who talks to people about self-care, who talks to people about recognizing when you're in a, a negative pattern or when you're overwhelmed and stressed and what to do about it and how to reach out to help and who to reach out to and um, all that stuff, right? And here I am kind of a mess, definitely, definitely a hot mess in that moment and definitely um, not only a mess, but so kind of stuck in this pattern that I that I couldn't even see I was in it, right? And I think, gosh, it reminds me of um, with my first baby, I now recognize that I, I had definitely, actually, sorry, with my second baby, I recognize that I had postpartum depression now that I look back on it. But when I was in it, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it for what it was. And I think that's what this weekend when my husband, you know, brought that up to me and, and, and really kind of forced me, not forced me, but um, yeah, like told me to go away and get some time to myself. It was like that experience all over again of, wow, I'm so deep in it. I can't even see it. So, um, 
it's not, and, and I can see that it's not my fault. I'm not sitting here like shaming myself for being stressed and overwhelmed. Um, I'll talk about that in a second, like why I got to that place. Um, but in the moment, what I'm saying, and maybe you can resonate with this too, um, or maybe this, yeah, makes sense is in the moment you feel like, gosh, like I'm not the one who should need help. I'm not the one who should need a day away um, let alone a weekend. Cause he said, just go away, go away for two nights, go away for the weekend. It's like, yeah, right. First of all, like I can just do that, <laughs> um, without a lot of planning. And, um, you know, I immediately felt like, I don't need that. I don't need that. I just need like an hour to myself. And so we settled on a day at the beach and that worked for me because truly here's the thing. So I want to kind of back up to like how I got to this moment. Um, but I'm going to start by saying there is, when you're in that place of kind of, I guess I was just really overwhelmed and stressed because I, because I hadn't been taking care of myself because I hadn't, there were no margins over the last month, um, really actually over the last few months, because if I think about it, yeah, we had some great vacations this summer, but they all involved us being with the kids. Um, again, great memories, great times, but as parents know, vacationing with kids is basically just like taking all your shit and putting it in another place. So we had fun, but it was also all the same things that we deal with at home, just like amped up because now you have to like pack more things and remember what to bring and then come home and unpack and do 17 million loads of laundry. You know the drill. So the summer was a lot of fun and also just like a lot. It was a lot of a lot of things. It was a lot of emotions, a lot of figuring out childcare, a lot of all that stuff um, falling on me. And I say that, I say that, and with recognition that I do have a partner who, um, I married because he's a very capable human, partly I married him because I liked him too. And I was attracted to him, but because I know that we shared similar values, he's a very capable human. And I thought he would be a great dad and turns out he is. Um, so he does his fair share, but we have some work to do there. We do have some work to do there. And, um, you know, that's something if you've been listening to me or for listening to me for a while, you know, that, that fair play is something that I'm really passionate about and something that I bring into my therapeutic work with clients, this idea of, um, helping couples share the load, um, and letting go of some of those gender roles and the, the she fault parent and all those things that keep us stuck. So, coming back to my story, my husband had been, but he also is a full-time firefighter in San Francisco and he's gone a good amount of the time, right? He's, when he's home, he's home and he's all in and he's doing his, you know, 50% or more of the work, but when he's gone, it all falls on me. So I guess I just got to this place of, you know, summer craziness and then school started, bam, and you've got the back to school stuff. You've got all the back to school needs. I, I don't even want to list them here. You guys know what they are. Okay. I'm, I'm preaching to the choir. And then that, um, fell in line with my daughter's, my middle child's eighth birthday. And I wanted to plan this awesome party for her. Cause you know, the girl knows what she wants. And, um, I just felt like, you know, being the middle child, sometimes she tends to, she has that sort of like feeling of like, um, needing to be seen and validated and recognized. And, um, you know, anyway, I wanted to throw her a great party. So, um, 
you know, I start doing all the planning and the invitations and the decorating amidst, meanwhile, you know, working and um, making sure that my kindergartner is actually making it to school. And oh my gosh, I can't even get into that. He's doing great this year getting to school, but it's, it's hard. It's each morning is, um, I've got different stuff going on with, with, with our kids, right? I've got one kid who is a little bit more, he's, got some, uh, we'd say he's a deeply feeling kid, as Dr. Becky says. And so we have to try and stay on in a routine um, to make things smoother. And we don't always do great at that. And that's hard for me personally, really hard for me because I am somebody who has a little bit of a neurodivergent brain, right? I'm, I'm ADHD. I, I struggle with my own anxiety. I'm also just have a lot on my plate. So we have him that we're trying to deal with. I'm trying to make the mornings go smooth. And then I have my daughters who need to get to school on time and are maybe feeling a little bit anxious about, are we going to get there? Are we not? Just all the things. And I'm, again, planning the birthday party. We get to the birthday weekend. We have family birthday on Thursday. Oh, back to school night, Thursday night, family birthday dinner. Friday night, we have a birthday party. Um, with like a million little girls who are adorable and fun, but also just crazy. Like, hello for somebody who gets overwhelmed with loud noises and, and needs a lot of time to myself to recharge, like a bunch of like high pitched seven and eight year olds screaming for multiple hours and dancing and having fun. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. So that night passes. We have a good birthday party. Saturday arrives. And of course we have you know, 5 million soccer games. And then Sunday we have 5 million soccer games, which leads me to Sunday evening when my husband delivered the news that I needed to get the hell out of town. (laughs) So, um, yeah, you get the picture. Um, and maybe, maybe it sounds a little bit like your story or maybe not, but there's some, there was some season in your life where you felt that level of, and I'm sure you can kind of hear it in my voice as I was telling that story, just like there's no room, there's no breaks, there's no margin. And I was just so determined to like keep going until he said something to me. And so I did. I went to the beach. Take a breath. (laughs) I went to the beach. I walked for an hour with my dog. My dog is the sweetest black lab, just like, Anyone who knows Olive, who's ever met Olive, is just like, she's literally the best dog in the world. And I'm tearing up a little bit because she's 10 years old. And I just, yeah, she's been there with me for every major point in my life in the last 10 years, including um, like laboring at home with my first first child. And um, I just, yeah, she's my emotional companion. Um, in many ways, I've neglected her over the years, sadly, because I've been so busy with the kids. But yesterday she was there for me again. And she, we walked on the beach and I just listened to the waves and just like listened to whatever thought came up and let it go. I was really just practicing being in the moment and it felt really good. It did. It felt like this re kind of like recalibration or like this, yeah, rebooting of my brain. Right. And I think the point is, is like one day at the beach or one moment of quiet or one yoga class or one walk with a girlfriend, whatever it is, isn't going to solve all of our problems. It isn't going to take away from the fact that maybe we're doing too much. Maybe we need some help. Maybe we need our partners to better share the load or maybe we need to find some solutions so we're not 
feeling so stressed and overwhelmed. Maybe we need <laughs> a government who honors um, women and childcare and uh, you know women's rights and all those things. Uh, but anyway, whatever it is we need as the bigger solution, those moments of reprieve where we can just, and for me, it usually involves being by myself, just be away from the pressures of the day-to-day -day grind can reboot and recalibrate us. Reboot or recalibrate, whatever, however you want to say it. Um, and that's what it did for me. I guess it gave me the space to really see what I'm telling you now. Like I wouldn't be able to share this with you now if I wasn't able to reflect on it yesterday. Like, damn, how did I get here? What am I doing? And I guess the answer I came up with is I got here by falling into, or I got there, <laughs> by falling into this old pattern of just grind, just go, just keep on keeping on. You know, the more you do, the better you feel. The more you get done, the quicker you'll, you know, quicker you'll, I don't know, get to the finish line or get to the destination. And then like all the while though, you're not enjoying yourself. You're not like living in line with your values. You're not even experiencing like the fruits of like your labor, right? Or like feeling the joy that could come from watching your new eight-year-old dance to Taylor Swift, their friends. Like you're not feeling that. Or I, I, I wasn't feeling that when I, when I was in this place of um, constant motion. And so I fell into the old pattern um, of, you know, how I cope with stress and overwhelm, which is just by taking on more and doing more and rejecting help and, um, you know, letting my needs go by the wayside. You know, out, out the door went yoga, out the door went my jogs or my walks until yesterday. For like the last couple of weeks, I haven't been doing any of that. And, I've re and I really need that. Um, I also have recognized that I, you know, maybe this is partially the um, neurodivergence, partially the ADHD, um, you know, that that kind of leads me to um, to this place where I need a lot of alone time, and that's something that I never recognized about myself until really the pandemic. <laughs> that like. And, and well, maybe it was like motherhood started it, right? Because there's so much, um, you know, you're needed in so many places and there's so little alone time. There's so little space to not be needed.